welcome to the Boom Tequila podcast with your hosts. I'm Erin. And I'm Jody. So um, if you are recently joining us within the last few weeks, we're kind of starting to say what's going on and what's new in our lives before we get going with our episode topic discussions. So Erin, what's what's new with you this week? Um, okay, let's see. I, well, <laughs> I don't know how much you'll care about this. I got Botox for the first time just so a couple days ago. So it hasn't like that in. It doesn't, I don't know. It doesn't do anything. So far, I noticed nothing, but she said it would take anywhere from a few days to two weeks before you would notice anything. And since Botox is preventative, it's not going to like change my face. It's just going to, I don't know, make it prevent wrinkles or whatever. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I guess I'll update you. <laughs> I don't know. Once I know if it worked or did anything. Yeah. Um, YouTube people you- will be able to see, see if it works. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, dating update. Oh, it hurt too. I was going to say, cause I got it near my, near my lips, like kind of like near my nose and it hurt a lot more. And I told her, I was like, I've waxed my lips and like stuff like that. Um, granted, I don't have like a mustache, so it, it's not like super painful, but it's, you know, anyways, it was worse than that. Yeah. And it was, I was just not expecting it. And so I was like tearing up really I bad. I also they numbed it. Like that's why I was, I know, like I've never had it. it so. I, was, I was not ready for, I don't know. Yeah. I think of myself, I, I feel like I'm pretty pain tolerant generally with stuff like that. And it was like, it was just more than I expected. And I don't know if it was like that it hurt so much or that I was just like startled and it like hit something that like, I don't know, I was like crying and I was like, it's, it's, I felt so dramatic. Did like, she say anything? Was she fun, like, oh my gosh. She did okay? one of them and it like popped and I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like who am I? I was like, I even said, I was like, I'm really sorry. I'm so dramatic. It reminded me of like when I used to do uh, brow waxing in the salons and like the, it was always the men, sorry. But like <laughs> the men if men would get their brows waxed, they would always like tear up and be like, oh, they like, this would. is what I am right now. <laughs> and that's what I felt like anyways. I felt Aww. very But yeah, dating update. Let's see. I've still kind of ghosted all the apps. I've been getting like, I find I got the notification from Tinder that was like, if you, you're like your profile's being hidden because you're not on there. So that's one thing about, I know Tinder does it. I don't know if other ones do or not, but if you don't, log in or respond to people for like two weeks they like go like they just hide your profile which I go through just rotations of them (laughs) hiding my profile on a regular basis (laughs) um I don't know I just feel like it's it's just like crap out there right now I don't know yeah I don't know I'm also in this weird place I think where I kind of feel like I was talking, Jody and I were talking about this earlier. I was like, I feel like guys only, and I don't know, whatever, guys only want you when you're unavailable. Like mm. if you like unavailable and unattainable, which normally I'm very, like I am, I'm just like, I don't even care. And there's an element to which I'm still, I don't feel like, oh, I need somebody or anything lonely. Like I honestly, I don't. And that's part of what makes dating really hard. It makes it easy to ghost on the ass because when you are happy single, it's like, you don't have that motivation to be like, I have to find somebody and I need to get out there. But I'm also at this place where I'm like, you know, I think I would be ready for like, I do want deeper connection and I would be Mm -hmm. open to, you know, I'm like emotionally available and like open to commitment. And I feel like just that alone is enough for guys to be like, "Mm, you know, I actually never (laughs) 
you're actually available too serious for me right like <laughs> hmm, on second thought maybe not mm-hmm. um you know so- what I feel like women might be guilty of this as well because I've seen multiple guys on social media posting about like after they get in relationships then they've got people and they might just be saying this I don't know I tend to man hate and I'm sorry there's I mean that's justifiable but like they've posted like once I'm in a relationship I've got women in my dms or women hitting on me or whatever so like I I don't know if it's just something that happens to everybody but yeah it's probably more common than yeah than it seems but yeah it's just it's so dumb and I see all these things on like tiktok and stuff like that where it's like you know you don't want to we could do a whole episode on just like rules of dating and how stupid they are but like right. you know it's like you don't want to over disclose and like share too much and you don't want to you don't want to be I don't know it's just like exotic like it's stupid and mm-hmm. I hate the rules I just I don't know I'm like where's the line between like yeah you don't want to overshare and you don't want to be too forward and you don't want to like reach out too much and like I'm aware of all of those things and at the same time I don't ever want to feel like I'm just like following rules or playing some sort of right. game or, like, yeah it's just annoying all of it yeah. and then it just makes me want to like not give up but like kind of give up like just like it's not worth it like <laughs> like I'm not I'm not that lonely so like what am I doing <laughs> well I don't know hopefully that's we'll, where I'm at this week I'll probably be somewhere else next week we'll talk later on about maybe maybe something's gonna change in that area maybe you won't be single for much longer who knows mm-hmm. but we'll get to that okay yeah (laughs) what about you what has been going on in um, your life I've been in the salon working my eye issues have came back if you're on YouTube you can see if you're not on YouTube thank you because I don't want anybody to see this it's gross and embarrassing that's literally it this week just like working dealing with this haven't felt great but I think I feel like a lot of people haven't this like just these last few weeks it's just the weather and it's just ugh but I don't know. That's it. Nothing exciting for me. So let's move on. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Have you ever had someone in your life that just felt like home to you or you just feel a stronger, more significant connection with them than other people? It's the sense that your link to this person transcends the earth plane and that something much bigger has brought you together. You might feel like you've known each other in a past life and your bond can be instant and out of the blue. This person would be your soulmate, and you can actually have more than one soulmate, but not all connections are the same. There are actually said to be 12 types of soulmates, and we're going to go over those, and then we're going to tell you all about how Aaron and I found ours. So do you want to get us started on the first type? Yeah, I forgot about these. All right. The first type of soulmate is a soul partner. This is someone that you may have met in your lifetime and agreed to partner with them. This would be someone you're close to, such as a sibling, friend, colleague, or spouse. Soul partners are people who have known each other their whole lives, support each other, and share a vision. Soul partners show you what you're capable of and help you fulfill your life goals. I love it. Who do you think your soul partner is? Or are you asking these later? Sorry if I'm jumping ahead. No, I kind of... Um, my soul partner is you for sure. You know what? That's Absolutely. what I was going to say. Like, yeah. I know we haven't known each other like since birth, but I do feel like. I think we've known each other in past lives. I a hundred percent think we have. 
and I know if you're not like past lives are real I yeah. completely agree I know you're not 100% with the past lives but I really think that we have so I think that counts as more than just since childhood yeah yeah the second type is called twin flames an intense form of soul connection twin flames are two halves of the same soul Unlike other soul connections, twin flames mirror each other in every sense. This makes the relationship turbulent and at times even toxic. The bond with your twin flame will help you see your strengths, potential, and positives. It also reveals your weaknesses, frailties, and vices. In short, the role of a twin flame in your life is to reveal your true self to you. This may lead to conflicts, making the relationship difficult to sustain. However, the strong soul connection will pull them back together. Breakups and reunions are normal for twin flames. Do you think you have a twin flame? I think I have. I think I have in the past. Like I, like I, there's a few guys that I dated and got back together like an idiot several times. Do you? Like mirror each other in every sense? Like. Oh yeah. Detail. It's like you're. I think I'm just looking at the like kind of toxic and breakups kind and reunions. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely had a relationship that was toxic where we broke up and got back together, but yeah. I don't think twin I don't know. I don't think if I do have a twin flame, I don't think I know them yet. Yeah. I'll say. Yeah. Okay. The third type of soulmate is known as karmic soulmates. This is a temporary relationship that is meant to facilitate the lessons that we need to learn in this lifetime about love and partnership. The signs of this type of relationship are, oh, a lot of drama, red flags, you both becoming codependent and passionate arguments. You will be drawn fast to each other. You will overlook flaws and make excuses for each other's mistakes Karmic connections can lead to a roller coaster of emotions, and there is certainly always, sorry, rather, there is uncertainty always hanging in the air about where the relationship is headed and how it will end. The relationship is typically one-sided and dependent. The addictive nature of the relationship makes it difficult for both partners involved to break up and move away. Ooh, do you think you've had a, a karmic? I feel like this maybe to me sound like resonates more than the other one. Yeah. It just sounds more toxic <laughs> and determined to end. And like, I'm like, maybe that's the it's one. It's worse. So I think it's that one. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely a couple, uh, maybe one name for sure comes to mind. <laughs> for you? Yeah. What about yeah. you? Yeah, same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Terrible. So. Terrible. Goodbye. At least they're in the past, though. Yes. They're way back there. Like, we don't even yeah. know that person anymore. I wonder if you meet all of your... You know what I mean? Like, you probably don't meet all of yours. I don't know. I mean, assuming this is like a, a roadmap of, yeah. you know, everybody has these 12 or whatever. And I feel like you can have... Maybe one person can be several of them. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. The fourth yeah. kind is most typically thought of as an actual soulmate is romantic soulmates. It's often described as the happiest and healthiest form of soulmates, and it's two people who seem to complete each other. It could feel as if you've waited your whole life for this person, and they're worth the wait. You support each other and teach each other the basics of life. What do you think about this one? Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I mean, like, I'm a Pisces, so I do like, you know, romantic things and, and, and all of that, but... 
the thing that stood out to me about this that I that like did not sit right with me is this idea of like two people who seem to complete each other. Yeah. Gave me the ick. And <laughs> I am the I least like romantic person ever. And it just the whole thing is just ugh. Like, I don't hate romance. I don't like the idea of like somebody completing me. Like there was a guy that one time said to me, who <laughs> I shouldn't even quote this because it's fucking weird, but I will. <laughs> it was something like it, I don't, it was along the lines of, I just remember the specific line was, he said, like, I want to be as whole or with you, I feel as whole. And I was just like, oh. like it just felt like a huge red flag. And that whole idea of like someone else to complete me or make me whole. I don't like it. I just, icky it seems me. unhealthy to me. Like yeah, fix yourself, be whole and healthy. It's too codependent for me. Like, yes, like interdependent, fine. Codependent, nay, nay. Yeah, exactly. Like it's sweet. And I, I feel like most people in general want that and love that. But like, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just too much. It's just ick for me. I don't like it. It makes me think yeah. of that Spice Girls song. It's like, when to become one. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. All right. So not all soulmates have a romantic angle to them. And that's where the fifth type comes in. This is companion soulmates. These are people who are destined to be in your life, fulfilling their role of offering unconditional love, encouragement, and guidance. They are there when you need them, but don't interfere with or meddle in your affairs unnecessarily. Indeed, they are the best of all soul connections. Uh, soul companions may last a lifetime, a short period. Their presence nourishes and helps you flourish. I, I feel like, like a lot of these are really similar. Like they're the same. I was thinking but... that too. Yeah. Also the romantic one, it was like a lot of people think that's the best kind, but then it's like, this one really is. I, I'm actually glad you took this path with it, with doing the soulmates, because for mm-hmm. some reason, when you said you were doing soulmates as a topic, I really thought it was going to be single romantic soulmates. And I have always thought I have like a weird take on soulmates in general. in that like, I don't think you just have like one. I love the idea of having a soulmate. Yeah. I've never thought like you just have one soulmate and you have to like be searching for that one person. Like I've never, that's never resonated with me. I agree. And we, one of the 12 ones we'll get into, it's not even one. It's more like a group. Like you can have group soulmates, which can be like your family, a group of like close friends. So I like that. I feel like, and I like the idea that your soulmates can go with you. I, I'm real big on the past life stuff. Like it's people that you've been connected to for many lives and you just feel that like, why, why do I have this connection with this person? You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. no, anyways, yeah. the sixth type is soul teachers. They can come into your life by divine timing. This is someone who encourages you to follow the path that is meant for you. Sometimes this person might challenge you or help you to realize your true potential. Hmm. See, and I feel like that's another one that can go with like other things because uh, mm-hmm. like, like, I feel like you encourage me to do better and to do things. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel the same way about you. And I was going to say there's a lot of overlap. I love yeah. surrounding myself in general with people that have something about them that inspires me or that I can learn from or grow from in some way. All right. The seventh type is soul crossings. 
this is someone that comes into your life, but the timing and circumstances just don't work for anything long-term. This is what happens when a short amount of time kind of throws you together with someone and you share amazing experiences or awakenings. Oh, interesting. I kind of like that. Like maybe you're on a vacation and you meet someone and then you never, you have like a little fun getaway and then you never see them again. Like, well, so what's interesting is like, I definitely, there's one weirdly one person that came to mind when with this in particular, but it's not someone that I necessarily would have felt like a soul connection Mm -hmm. to, or like that kind of for lack of a better word, chemistry that I, I want to say you, f- that's, and maybe that's just me being on the emotional side of it, be thinking that that has to be there and maybe it doesn't, but I always think of soulmates as someone that you have that like spark, like that magnetic sort mm-hmm. of draw to, because that I think is more rare yeah, or, or less common. No, I've always thought that too. And then that's, that's why when I was thought this was really interesting when I was going over all of these, because some of them, I feel like I off the bat wouldn't think like I can think of a person for this, but I wouldn't necessarily think of them as a soulmate. But I mean, if you've got someone that you meet and they make some kind of an impact that you remember them or like specifically, like maybe they are more than you think they are. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. The eighth type is soul families or soul groups. Large groups of souls can be linked and this can be actual family members or even groups of friends working towards common goals and just supporting each other. So what would that be? Like, would you have an example of that? Like, I think it can even, it can be family members. It can be like even distant cousins or something that you feel a connection with or like a group of friends, like our group of friends, like Mm -hmm. we have a good, really strong connection and bond with a group of girls. And I mean, I think it can be. No, I love it. Okay. Uh, The ninth is past life soulmates. Uh, Many Eastern religions and philosophies discuss the connection of past lives. When two souls have shared a past life together, or even several, if they meet again in this life, they may be inexplicably drawn to each other. What they believe that people are feeling is this built-up energy over lifetimes together and a soul recognition. I kind of love this one, and I know I'm like, oh, I don't know if I believe in past lives, but we should, sometime we should do one on it, especially if we can get somebody on here who, who knows a lot more about it. It's weird because it's like, I like the idea of this one. If past lives are real, I believe in this, but yeah. Even if you don't believe in it, it's still really interesting to like, think about and talk about, you know? Yeah. Well, our friend Shay, who's been on the podcast before a few times, uh, was telling us that she does believe in past lives, right? Mm Because she was saying that past lives, you, you, if you are soulmates, you find each other in every life. And I just thought, I don't know if I believe it, but I love the idea of it. It's very sweet. Yeah, I agree. The 10th type of soulmate is soul ties. When you feel a soul tie, it basically means that another soul is in your life for a reason. And this is sometimes even with pets as well. See, when I first read this one, I was like, well, isn't that every single one of them? But then they're talking about pets. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, I can see that. Yeah. So maybe your cat was like your cow in the 1700s or something. Exactly. Or it was like your grandpa or something. Like, who knows? Yeah. (laughs) It could be be anything. Maybe you were his cow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's more likely. (laughs) All right. 
11 is kindred spirits. These technically aren't always soulmates, but they are always people who you feel really understand you. You might feel like this person shares the same spiritual beliefs as you, or you have the same ideas on cultural issues. This could be someone who's had similar life experiences as you, and it's just incredibly peaceful to be with a kindred spirit who gets it. Do you have any of these? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, just just some of our friends and like maybe some family members, I would say. Yeah. What about you? Maybe. I would say you probably come the closest, Jody, to to being that. I... Yeah. Yeah. Same. I, would say that. I feel like there's, I don't always feel like super really well understood by people or like feel like you really, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's more rare. Oh yeah. Uh, not that it's impossible, but it's just not as common to feel like that level of connection. Like you fully, totally just like get each other on a, on a yeah. level that, yeah. I feel like a lot of people want like that, that connection is actually pretty rare. And I feel like a lot of people will just agree with someone just so that they can feel like they have that connection, but to actually have it with somebody is pretty yes. rare and like really special. Yes. Like where you're not changing how you behave and they're not changing mm-hmm. how they behave. And you really just like that, I think is super, super rare. And I do feel like, I feel like I have that with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I know we do. Um, But, but yeah, no, I do. I just, I do feel like it's rare. Yeah. So I don't feel like it's definitely. Yeah. But I like the idea of it. I love it. Our last type is soul contracts. This is described as an agreement that you made on a soul level to do certain things in this lifetime, like a strong feeling you have to do something challenging or something that gives you inspiration to make it through difficult moments of your journey. It's all about learning to follow your intuition. According to one study, 73% of Americans do believe in soulmates. More men than women believe in them. That's interesting. There are two types of people that believe in soulmates. And they are called destiny believers and growth believers. I want to say it was pretty close to it was like 79% of men believed in it and like 72% of women or something. But the significant difference, but but still the majority. Yeah. I thought it was interesting because I I thought like men would be like, oh, no, that's stupid. But if you think about it, like the pool of women versus the pool of men, like... I could see where you might be like, maybe, maybe not. (laughs) This is true. This is true. I didn't think of it that way. Yeah. That actually makes a lot more sense now. I'm like, I don't know, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Destiny believers have passionate, but short-term relationships and often become extremely frustrated when something goes wrong. They believe in deal breakers and are constantly looking for the perfect person. And they often view compromise as settling. When something negative happens in a relationship, they're quick to move on and try and find the right person for them. I feel like this is most, maybe not most, but a lot of people. Like, I feel Probably like so many- is a lot of people. Yeah. I don't like this one. It doesn't, it doesn't resonate with me at all. No, same. Um, like, as you were reading it, I was just like. Yeah. Mm. Maybe if I, maybe like when I was younger and less mature and like not as, I don't know. Yeah. But not now. Not now. No, not at all. And then growth believers take a little bit longer to commit. They are more motivated to find solutions and compromise in a relationship. And they view compromising as growth. And when something negative happens in their life and their relationships, they try to find ways to work things out. 
Yeah. I like that one a lot better. Yeah, that one's that one resonates. But <laughs> also, I feel like this ties to whether someone is like growth. We did one a long time ago, an mm-hmm. episode on like growth mindsets in yes. general. And I feel like because Jody and I both have more growth mindsets in general, it makes sense to me that this one would resonate better. Yeah, absolutely. And if it, the other one resonates more with you, that's fine. Like there's always therapy and it's always good to work on yourself. <laughs> so like, I don't, I'm not being an asshole. Like it's true. Like it's just, <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> therapy. If you're, I, mean, I, I think that there might be some people that are truly happy Yeah. with that idea. Like I've known that's people true. that are, believe in kind of predestination and are content with it. I don't get it. I don't get how you can be. You're just like, no. well, shit, how it happens to me. That's just my life. I just I accept it. Like, like how, how are you okay? I know. I just don't have the patience What's for that. that and like it, the negative mindset with it. Like, I spun that in a very negative light too. And and not all people who think this way are that negative, but um, I don't know. Yeah. So now what you've all been waiting for. Yes, Aaron and I have found our soulmates besides each other. Like the men that were, <laughs> I'm like married, but whatever. So I actually saw- Not to your soulmate though. Yeah. Sorry, Tom. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually saw this TikTok about an Etsy shop that this person will give you a reading and actually draw a picture of your soulmate. And we thought it would be really fun to do it and talk about it on here so I thought today we could tell you all about what we found out. So in mine, she starts talking about the constellation and astrograms. And I don't really understand what all that means. I know Erin knows a lot more than I do with that stuff. But she uh, starts talking about my soulmate. And she says he's polite, faithful, independent, and ambitious. Sometimes he likes to be in the spotlight. And he's kind of naive sometimes. He was born sometime between January and April, and it says our emotional, psychological, and spiritual compatibility is very good, and his name contains the letters A and U. It says we will meet in a crowded place, likely in a restaurant, within six to seven months, and then she talks about certain parts of his face and what they mean, like... His lower part of his face says that he easily adapts to the environment and that he does well in emotional situations. And he's a cheerful character with family and friends. He's hardworking and emotionally stable. And she said life with him will be calm. He's stable, patient, and purposeful. And she did say that it's possible I already know him. So, yeah. Do you, you want to tell us about your soulmate? Yes, I'm I'm pulling mine up right now. Okay. On her results cuz I was like, "Oh man, I should have like noted some things down and I totally didn't." We should put uh, their pictures as the cover photo for this this episode. Should, I can show. I can show if you're watching on the YouTube, yeah, I can I'll show mine you up the picture. Too. It's It wasn't I will say this, it was cool to do. We got we found these through oh, there was like a TikTok that was talking about them and we were like, "Let's do it." Like and it was on sale for $10, so you know it's top top notch that's my um, man <laughs> but I was a little bit surprised because I thought it was going to be more like individualized and it was like run through a computer yeah so I was like mm, I don't know and then they did um she said like she doesn't account for like race because of racial discrimination so like or which age is fine. yeah but it was like basically you're supposed Hers to like, take looks like, like Taylor both- Lautner 
Jody and I got just like kind of generic like digital drawings of men. Hers actually looks like the guy from the hills. What is his name? He does. Uh Jason Waller. Right. Jason Waller. So you're you're gonna, you know, your soulmate is Jason Waller from the Hills, who's Oh, I actually have married, a comparison. Pretty picture. sure. Who's like married um, and like yeah. And like sober and like yeah. yeah, we did a picture side by side. You couldn't see it very well in that. And then I mine is Jacob from Twilight. Oh yeah. Which, I mean, Taylor I was Lautner. team Jacob. So I, that's true. That's true. Honestly, I wanna say I feel like mine looks like a combination of people like kind of know already. So I don't know, but I mean, it's, it's not serious. Like it's just all in fun and kind of interesting. So, so yeah, t- mine, tell us about your man. Yeah. Mine says that the character of this person, uh, character advantages are supposed to be that they are supposed to be noble, rational, trustworthy, kind, and know how to resolve conflict, but they sometimes lack self-confidence and are sometimes ingenuous which I don't like. Oh, it's like the, for a number of reasons, the drawing may sometimes show a person younger or older in age, which was one thing that I commented because the first thing I said, I was like, Jody, this guy's like, gotta be like, like, no way he's over 25. Like they both look like they're in their twenties. Like, mm. (laughs) um, I was like, I don't know about this. Um, it says that their name likely contains the letters K and N Hmm. it says this might not be the letter but it could be the sound in the names too so okay yeah so she said it can be consistent with the pronunciation uh surname or church name whatever that means so what, what does that mean like the k could be like a just like a k sound yeah like maybe okay. it's a k or a c even or like maybe or a ck well ck would have a k in it q u quote Okay, anyways. Oh my god. Um, <clears throat> your energy paths are in maximum contact through five to seven months. I don't know what that means. She didn't okay. like she it says be- indicators of the middle part of the face. And this is what I don't understand because how are you gonna tell that it says indicators of the middle part of their face? Expansive, loves long-term relationships, very susceptible to the suffering of others, has a firm character in controversial situations. How am I gonna be like the middle of your face really looks like? <laughs> <laughs> you love long-term relationships oh my god to the suffering of others yes <laughs> wait what was jacob's last name because that has a cuss sound in it oh, yeah. wait but that was his character what's his real <laughs> taylor lautner oh well, that's got an n no no cuss sound jacob that's... black yeah that, no in sound there too no no know. it must not be it's okay but also I did look this up a little bit and there I saw several TikToks of people that had this done and then they ended up like with I don't know if it's a coincidence or they're lying or whatever but they ended up with someone that looked exactly like their picture like a few months later I think there was like two that I saw but but do you think okay this is where I want to come in and be like is that because of the reading or is Mm -hmm. it because they manifested and from the time that they got that were then seeking out men who looked like that picture because I think that, and I wanted to actually do this from another one too, because I guarantee you, if I went to another person, it would give me different results. And I do think just from an astro, like an astrology standpoint, there are certain Mm -hmm. things that are going to be consistent in your prediction. But I think what took me back on this is I thought it was going to be like a psychic who was very 
like energetically intuitive and not so much astrologically able to break things down. Because if you look at astrology and your birth charts, those will tell you things about people that you partner well with. In fact, Jody and I like will run or I will um, (laughs) run birth charts on like people to be like, are you compatible? And I kid you not. It's scary how accurate it is. There was a guy that I was seeing a while ago and I ran the birth chart on her and I was like, Jody, if astrology is not real, why? <laughs> and it literally to the point of saying like how you would meet and what you would like and dislike about the person. And I was like, this is insane. Like what the hell? But then Jody's and I, we should show it sometime. Or yeah. Was like, you guys are basically like perfect soulmates and like there's no better compatibility as like platonic friends or whatever. And I was just like, I'm here for it. I Anyways. love that so much. Rather I trails. love it. Yeah. But yeah, so I do think astrology wise, we were yeah. actually talking about that before we started recording even. And I was like, oh, you're, you know, whatever, Jupiter's and your second house. And it means mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Which nobody, you guys are like, okay, you're too far, Aaron. I know. No, it's, I love it. I have a lot of free time. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's all we've got for the topic discussion for today. So now it's time for Joe Jam. What music recommendations do you have this week, Aaron? Okay. It is, oh, I want to pull it up and (laughs) one of our friends tag, like I get tagged in some weird shit sometimes. I love it. We got tagged in a vibrator, like a free That's vibrator right. giveaway. Really. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. Um, okay, so this song, um, I actually, it is dropping at midnight tonight as of recording this. So by the time this launches, it'll be out. But I've heard clips of it. It is called Another Nasty Song. <laughs> and it is by Lotto, who I think was my dish fish last week. Either way. I she's think like so. A, she's, a, she's a rapper, but she's she's cool. And uh, this song was actually Cardi B was on some live stream or something, and it's gone viral since then because she was talking about it and she was like playing the a clip of the unreleased version, and she was like, "Well, I don't need to actually put this out because I can't stop singing it." And so then it ended up going like viral, and so now she's putting it out. And I don't know. I always think the backstory is interesting. On no, too. I love that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is just, it's been out for a little bit, Mitchell Tempetti, and the song is called More Than Whiskey Does, and it's just really good, so listen to it. I don't know anything about it, so (laughs) it's a good song. Check it out. I like. Yes. (laughs) And now, our favorite part of the show is time to dish fish. You've a dish fish. So for a dish fish this week, a few weeks ago, Aaron and I were shopping, and we got this cool little box of cards where it's like a couple thing but it's just got fun questions in so it so, I, so we're basically this a couple. Is this although is we tried to play one of our couple games one time and i pulled it and the first one was like what do you think i could do better in our sex life <laughs> if we get any like that we can just make up yeah. answers or skip so- it I kind of want to make, we can make up answers. We could, that might be even funnier to do a dish bash sometime with these questions and just like make up answers. (laughs) Okay. So are you ready? Yeah. All right. The first one, which animal would you like to ride on at least once in your lifetime? (laughs) I have an answer. Co-Wetzel. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
said, and then I had to. <laughs> you know, you think it too. <laughs> Are we having a three way? Yes. I was, well, I was thinking that like I've ridden on an elephant and I've ridden on a horse, and those would really be like, what other animals can you ride on? Like a donkey? Yeah, you can ride a donkey. Or what are those things with the humps? A camel? camel? You yeah. ride on those? I would ride on a camel. I'd or I would do an elephant again or a horse. I mean, I'll, I'll ride anything. <laughs> <laughs> My first choice would be Co Wetzel, but if I had to actually pick an animal. <laughs> It would be, um, I want to ride a donkey because isn't that what you ride in like Greece and Italy to get to like cool areas? I don't know. Maybe I've just seen too many stupid videos. I don't know. I thought you rode mopeds in Italy. Maybe mopeds. I'll ride Co Wetzel, a donkey and a moped. I like it. No, I don't know. You probably can. We need to travel more, which is also what our birthright said is that we need to travel more. And I I agree. I agree. Yes. All right. What's one thing you hope to accomplish in the next year? You know what I really want to do? I want to get rid of a ton of shit. Like I, I do. I want to, I especially like from just from my house, my garage, like I just want to, I want to get rid of a lot of shit. Yeah. (laughs) That's not like a huge goal, but. No, I like that. I want to focus more and I've been doing this, but I want to continue to do it. Focus more on things that really like bring happiness and joy and like make you feel good and not throwing myself so much into goals and like workaholism and like my career and things like that and focus more on connecting with people and things that like really matter and shifting that focus and I want to continue to just do better at that I like that that's such a good answer I feel like I don't, wanna, I don't want to say anything now. Like, no, I'm, no! Just, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Honestly, like, I just want to, I want to like go more places. I want to do more traveling. I want to like say, fuck it. It's the weekend. We don't have any plans. Let's do this a lot more. I'll hitchhike, whatever. Like <gasps> I was talking to my dad the other day and in like the seventies and eighties, everyone hitchhiked all the time, everywhere. See, He's like, this is would, kind of. This is part of our problem. We're, I feel like we're too like bougie sometimes mm-hmm. about how we do things. Yeah. And we do, we need to figure out cheap ways or like, I mean, I don't know if I could do like tent, but, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we could do cheaper. We could. We could do, do like cheaper hotels rather than an Airbnb or like yeah. a hostel, which scares me a little bit, but we could, we if could we were it. together. Exactly. We if it. we were together and we're not like at the place most of the time anyway. Right. And it could so, be fun. You probably meet people. Like exactly. you probably have more fun. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do true. it. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> at the end of your life, what's one thing that you think you would regret not having accomplished? Mm. This is like too deep of a question to ask me on the spot after. I Honestly, if I, and I can, honestly say this if I died right now I'd be good like I've I've experienced some really cool stuff I've made some really good connections I've got some amazing people in my life I've got a great kid like I feel like the important stuff's there so if I didn't accomplish anything else that I died tomorrow I honestly think I'd be good yeah. yeah and I think that's where I feel like I have accomplished a lot but I feel like I need to accomplish more when it comes to just kind of what I was saying about like connections and yeah 
I don't know, checking in on my friends and, and things like that. I don't know. I, that's a terrible answer. No, I get um, it. I mean, I want to make, like, do better and do more things, but like. So fixated on this mindset of like, oh, I want to be, you know, like the president of a company or I want to like, like very monetary, very career focused and very like that type of thing. And You're so. You're Enneagram 3. I know. I know. <laughs> but it's also like, I think the battle of like needing to try to balance that and not yes. let myself get so um stuck in that because it's not always the healthiest place to be even if that's what is comfortable for me to kind of throw myself into my work and stuff so I don't know yeah I I kind of would say the same thing like I I don't think that I would have any regrets Mm -hmm. but I'm not like ready to go tomorrow no exactly (laughs) I'm not ready to I feel like I need a better answer now so that it's not like well you said you're ready (laughs) oh what are your top three cities on your bucket list oh I thought you were gonna say like just like my top three cities my favorites um Nashville is probably one of my favorite cities yeah but but on your bucket list you haven't been to all right I would say Venice Italy yes I I say Bali but not necessarily Bali like somewhere in Indonesia or like Mm -hmm. that area in general just because I think it's gorgeous and it's you know and then Uh, I think it would be really cool to Europe, like go to Europe and see like some of the castles or things like that. Like, I just think that would be really, whether it's like Ireland or I don't know where, but yeah, like visit old castles and in in Europe. Same. Like I don't have a city. There's no like city. I'm like, I want to go to, I, I love Nashville because I feel like it's not so much a city. It's like more. I don't know. We're just comfortable there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I'd love to go to Montana. I'd love to go to like Oregon and go hiking around there and either like Sweden or Ireland. And like you said, and go see the castles. Like I would, we need to figure that out because I would love to do that. I'd probably cry. Like that'd be amazing. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. We should find some friends that want to go with us and like, just make it. We should. I don't know. Yeah. Make it a thing. Yeah. What the fuck? When do you find me to be the sexiest? <laughs> I I think you're always sexy right now. I know. <laughs> um, you're always sexy. That's exactly my answer for you. Always. Like I don't think I've ever thought that you're not sexy at all. Ever. No. <laughs> what do you honestly think about monogamy? I think that it's an option. Yeah. I think there's, I, I think it's good. I think there's nothing wrong with it, but I also think there's nothing wrong with non-monogamous alternatives. And I think we live in a society where monogamy has become the norm. And I think a lot of people see it as kind of the right way to do relationships. And I don't think that it is necessarily, I don't know. I think people it's can just do whatever they want. And God. if they want to be monogamous, that's cool. If they don't, that's cool. Exactly. And it doesn't matter. I think as long as you're honest with your partner about what you want and what your expectations are, then like, I think it's great either way. That. Yeah. That. I think, yeah. Communication and being on the same page with your partner or partners. I think that is the most important thing overall I tend to be monogamous like myself so I'm I mean I'm not obviously like against it but I also think that I probably am because of social norms and so Mm -hmm. I don't know 
I don't I don't like social norms. I think they're <laughs> stupid most of the time. Agree. What's something that you try to actively avoid in life? A name no. popped up in mind. A name. I won't name drop. You actively avoid in life. I don't know. Being really fucking weird, but I still do it a lot of times. What's your answer? I need time. I need time. Um, anything negative, any like bad feelings or emotions or anything that can cause bad feelings or emotions. Although mm. I'm working on that. I'm working on. I used to. I get it. Yeah. I totally get it. I'm getting there. I just like people that are negative Nancy's. I definitely avoid those. And Ooh. I don't like that shit. Yeah. Really negative people yeah. that bring you down and toxic yes. people. And I've been doing really a lot better about when I see red flags, actual red flags in people, because I think everybody has flaws. Yeah. But like when you see really things that are really red flags for like toxic patterns and people that are going to really bring you down or that, um, I try to avoid. Yeah. All right. Let's do one more. Last one. Would you rather have more frequent sex or better sex? Better sex. Better. Same. Yeah. I mean, ideally better at both, but no. I mean, who wants to just have bad sex all the time? I know. I agree. I feel like it's, if it's just all the time, just bad. Yeah. What are you doing? I got to. We've already already been there, done that. We (laughs) (laughs) We are going to wrap it up. Thank you guys so much for joining us again this week it has been so much fun i hope that you have found all of your soulmates in this life and if you have not then i hope that you go on a journey to etsy.com and i can link the link that we did if you guys want to do what we did i mean it's fun it's cool and really you should, you should link it it was like 10 bucks i think you can yeah. pay five bucks and just get the picture it's, 10 for 10 bucks it's worth it as like a fun thing to, yeah exactly yeah yeah so uh, and let us know if like the picture they draw is us <laughs> right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> wait oh. wouldn't it be crazy if somebody was like i did it and i went and it looks just like one of you and then we pull it up like the person we're like well, what do you look like and it's like the picture that she sent us we need I'm to sure. make a tiktok about it and like post oh, have gosh. you seen this guy and have you seen this guy and just like see will they find him no oh my god so yeah, follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, join the Facebook group, uh, subscribe to our YouTube, give us five stars, all the thumbs up and good comments. And we will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye.